I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. You told me too much. That's crazy. <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap. Today is Tuesday, November 17th, 2020, and you're listening to Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. Hey, what's good, Yaya? Hey, Truth. What's going on, shouty? Chilling, chilling. How you living? How you doing? You know, I'm excited. It is <laughs> Scorpio season, girl. Yes. <laughs> y'all don't know what that means. Yeah, y'all turn it up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, the time leading up to my birthday, I just, uh, I just be feeling so like energized yeah, and for sure. always try to. Uh, so uh, my partner tries to make sure. So okay, y'all, just to give you a little background, I don't know how long you've been following the show, but um, the days leading up to my birthday, uh, we call it uh, this year, Cure Day 2020. Uh, <laughs> My my partner always tries to make sure that I'm experiencing new and exciting things, a little bit of luxury in my life. Like, you know, just a just a reminder the whole month that yeah. I'm special and, and we're loved. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so uh this weekend was kind of wild. And um we we went to the portrait gallery uh, in DC. And so it was really, it was beautiful. Like, um, you know. You know me. We we focused on all the black art, on all the black <laughs> and indigenous art. But uh, right. you know, it was cool. We saw Michelle Obama. We saw or both Obamas. We saw Barack too. He cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we saw uh, who did we see? Like uh, Gwendolyn Brooks. Uh, who else was good ones? Like you know, uh, we saw a bunch of uh, good portraits. But uh, it was the same time as the Million MAGA March. Like you know, all the white. Oh people, my gosh. Uh, well, maybe not just white. <laughs> we saw some black Trumpers too. I was like, oh my goodness, I feel. Sick. So they were down here. um, And so our appointment at the portrait gallery is for like, let's say five o'clock. And, you know, the sun goes down kind of early nowadays because it's wintertime. And girl, when I tell you, I was like, you know, should we cancel it? Like, I don't know if I want to be out there late with all these, you know, unhinged people (laughs) out here. You know, do do I really want to go? And um, I'm happy that we didn't let like fear stop us yeah. from going out and experiencing. Yeah. But it's just, I can't believe in the year of our Lord 2020, I can feel such distinct racialized fear right. to go outside right. of my house. Right. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and so I know I started on a high note with my birthday and I'm still <laughs> like, I'm still there, but right. I feel like it's just so indicative of 2020. Yeah. Like we have the amazing connections that we are making with our families and, you know, where life still goes on. Right. But in the background, there's all this madness. Right. Just, it's like the noise in the background. Yeah. It's just um, like a reality, right? That's like we, we can't escape it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's me. I'm I'm okay. I'm in Scorpio season, enjoying that new moon energy from the 15th. Yeah. I am. I feel like we're in a time of portals, transformation, and change. I know I'm getting deep on y'all real early in the episode. <laughs> it's, it's not that's moon reading yet, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, it's definitely. I'm trying to take advantage of this time and this yeah. energy that I have. But that's me. That's me. How are you? How are you? 
I'm chilling, you know, just um one day at a time, taking it easy. I, you know, the weather has changed, and so it gets darker earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so by like four o'clock, I'm like, everybody just be home. <laughs> you know, but come back inside. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you made it outside, for oh. real, yeah, because like we were saying, if you're working from home, depending on what time you wake up, you waking up in the dark you get off for work in the dark. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, you know, you have to find like just ways of um, kind of taking care of yourself, especially I think during the winter months where there's like um, higher statistics of um, depression yeah. and like sadness, loneliness, you know, be- because of just uh, on top of just regular winter, it's just like all of 2020. <laughs> like, have you seen those memes with COVID depression, seasonal depression, meets right. my regular ass depression? Exactly. <laughs> and like, yeah. it's all the Spider-Mans. Yeah, the spider yeah. yeah. So it's just like, you know, there's so much going on. So it's just, um, you know, everybody make sure that everybody, y'all all practicing self-care, you know, know when to take a break, know when, you know, you just can't push yourself anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Be cautious, reach out to um anyone in your circle or even outside your circle if you need to yes we are all going through like 2020 together but we are all experiencing it in different ways mm-hmm. so you know allow yourself that space um and then other than that we've just been here working real talk on god talk you know making making stuff happen and that's about it for me <laughs> okay well i think that the that uh was not not warning but that uh, gem for the people was good and we might as well just run into what you all can expect for this episode November has been a rough month for the social media influencer couples of the Christian Evangelical Church some of the most popular pastors on these here internets have been lighting up the blogs like shade room and baller alert Between relentless church pastor John Gray's Instagram posts, quote-unquote, honoring his wife, Eventer Gray, after yet another cheating scandal, to Elevation Church pastor Carl Lentz being removed from leadership for his own infidelity, Playboy pastors and their wives have been getting caught up in the comments section. Although these pastors have been chastised by their respective churches and dragged by the internet, In a world where any publicity can be good publicity, this leads us to ask the Real Talk question of the week. When celebrity culture meets the church world, who wins? Then in the moon reading, Yaya will take us through part three of our ongoing series, Zodiac 101, where she covers concepts in astrology for beginners. This week concludes the series with the cheat code for becoming a Zodiac aficionado. Spoiler alert, a simple Google search can go a long way in the world of the Zodiac. All right, True. So uh, let's jump in. What is the sitch? Give us all the tea, girl. Girl, okay. So um, back in 2019, we'll talk about the the first person that we're going to talk about today, which is uh, John Gray. So back in 2019... Um, John Gray did an interview on The Real and he was like really like emotional about uh, an affair he had. Right. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So I'm gonna give a little bit of context for the people about uh, John Gray, right? Gotcha. So Pastor John Gray, he's the lead pastor of Relentless Church. Uh, that is a like fifteen thousand plus member. Mm-hmm. Oh man. 
noise pollution. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the 15,000 plus member evangelical mega church in Greensville, South Carolina. You know, and that's only the people that go in person. We're right. not talking about the 200,000 that be watching on YouTube, Instagram, right. whatever. on stream. Yeah. So, you know, he has his verified accounts, mm-hmm. thousands of Instagram followers. And um, we had actually covered him during our season one episode, Paper Chasing Pastors. Look at so, that. So, you know, this dude is fly. He's all Gucci, everything. Coochie right. down to the socks. Right. So, okay, so continue, continue. Right. So basically, a few months ago, um, he cheats on his wife, right? Got caught. She posted about it on Instagram. And what happened was they were they went on the rail. He's talking about it. He gets all emotional. His wife is there. Um, he starts saying that uh, it wasn't a like physical affair. It was an emotional affair. And his wife at that time, that was 2019, um, grabs his hand and was like, basically saying like this is the devil to blame and she was like rebuking the devil and this and the third and she was on the real on the real <laughs> okay was, wasn't gonna lose her marriage and this and the third. all right cool 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 later on she get a new car it's on instagram then people are like oh you say a new car I, this was like a g-wagon yeah or this yeah, was like something yeah. Crazy, right? yeah exactly so <laughs> so she posted up with it and she's like well you know don't miss your blessing blah 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 <laughs> oh, like God. yeah so it was just why it was real messy um, but it looked like they were going to work work through it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody thought that the car was like his, quote unquote, I'm sorry. Um, but all right, what up? So here we are, 2020, like a year later. It's just a year. This was back in 2019. We're 2020 now. <laughs> one like, calendar year. One calendar year later. Where and half, half of it, we was in quarantine. <laughs> you in my That's head. That's what I'm saying. Right. Half of it, we was in quarantine. All right. So here we go, 2020. Do post up on Instagram a picture of his wife. And under, he goes, he quote unquote, gonna honor his wife. Yeah, yeah. I know we got, we we got what he said. If y'all haven't read it, yo, yeah, yeah. Let him know what he said. Okay, so honestly, this don't even deserve like uh, a paraphrasing. Y'all need to hear what he said. Yeah, go on his page. (laughs) Go on his page and see that. I'm, so I'm going to just uh, get the highlights, right? Yeah, yeah. So he goes, a few months ago, I sat down from leading at Relentless. My life wasn't in order. Church isn't first. My wife is. This is my wife. She is from God. <laughs> she is a life giver. She is a kingdom builder. Okay. Hear you. Right, so cool. he says some other stuff, you know, talking about his wife, some nice yeah. stuff. So I never knew what consistent discipline, planning, leadership, manhood, or personal holiness in action from a man's standpoint looked like. Living a shadow life, God was unwilling to let me die, assuming I was whole. I failed to uphold the holy standard of God in my marriage, and I'm sorry. Although you are the only woman I've ever slept with, okay, mm-hmm. emotional unfaithfulness is just as wrong. Sin is sin. People want to minimize one sin over another when it all can get you sent to hell. Okay. <laughs> my marriage forced me to face both of me. Okay, flesh versus spirit. It is every man's battle. Loving God isn't enough. Preaching Jesus isn't enough. Face yourself. Get delivered. (laughs) (laughs) Or hurt the ones who actually love you the most. And so then he goes on to talk about their counseling. You know, all the pain. I'm your husband. Father the kids. Yada, yada, yada. You know, I'm sorry for 2004. And I don't want to mess up no more. (laughs) Like... (laughs) We get right. it, sir. Right, right, right. That's exactly it. So, th- 
this is so messy drama so drama. drama yes like. um so okay so it was there's so many issues that i saw with that post um and we'll we'll talk about it as as we go on so um, right yeah yeah good matt oh, so Listeners, as you can tell, we're flabbergasted. <laughs> we don't even know where to start. But I'm going to start with, like, okay, so let's start with the big thing. All right. So do you think it's, like, appropriate or inappropriate or weird for this to even be in the blogs? Like, when you said he was even on the reel before. Right. Like, are church leaders celebrities? Oh, man. So, see, I think, like, that's the, that's, for me, that's one of the issues, right? It's, like, I don't feel like pastors should be celebrities. But then again, I I feel like it's the people who make them celebrities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it, it's um my issue with like celebrity pastors is like I feel it starts to become about them mm-hmm. and not whom they are like supposed to serve and who they're supposed to represent. Um, and I think that's that's where that's that thin line, you know what I mean? That, that that it's like a very thin line to walk on because you are in the public eye, but you've also made the decision to stay in the public eye. Um, you've also made the decision to use the publicity that you get to further certain agendas um, in inside of your church. So if you are going to do that, you have to be um, kind of ready for like the consequences that come with fame. You know what I mean? Like we 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 tell celebrities all the time, like when they want their privacy or, or, you know, they're going through something, you know, it's like, well, you a celeb. This is really no different if it's a celebrity pastor. That just because you put the name pastor on it doesn't mean you get that privacy when you've mm-hmm. decided to be all up in front of the cameras, all up, you know, Gucci down this, Gucci down that, you know, you, you putting it out there, you know, you, it, so like for me, it's like, he want to put this affair out there. Now you're leaving it open for people to have an opinion about it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, so, you know, you and me, we, we post only certain things up. <laughs> right. We don't want y'all in the business. Yeah. Right. Best believe it is curated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but if we decide to take it to that step where we know what we are exposing, then we leave ourselves open. I can't mm-hmm. be mad at people for, for having an opinion when I've given them a space to have an opinion. Um, and so I, I, I do not like. Uh, the whole term of celebrity pastors, because I think that takes away from what the gospel is. You know what I mean? And so like in this situation, you know, these are Christian pastors. You know what I mean? The gospel is enough for it to stand on its own two feet. It, mm-hmm. it don't need a, a celebrity. It it don't need a, a face. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's the gospel is strong enough to stand on its own two feet. And I think when we give pastors this much power, you know, mm-hmm. when, when, when they fail is, the whole church takes a hit and that's the part that sucks. Mm, mm-hmm. That that's really is the part that sucks because it's many pastors who are doing, you know, nonsense like this. There's so many who are actually doing the work, you mm-hmm. know, and really providing that spiritual care when we have pastors that are being spiritually abusive. Right. So so I so I hear you and I'm with you. I'm with you basically on everything you said, but I do feel a little conflicted about like, so, you know, the word says, I think in John, it says, you know, be uh, in the world, but not of the world. Right. And Mm -hmm. so here we are 
let's be real. We ask, you know, should church culture be celebrity culture or like should pastors be celebrities? But nowadays, every leader is a celebrity. That's exactly it. <laughs> like I, politicians like, are celebrities. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dr. Fauci, people talk about him <laughs> like real. this For is an MD doctor. This ain't no celebrity, but people right. are writing comments about him on Instagram right. about how he look like. Right. And so I think that it's a bigger problem in our culture about like the worship of celebrity. Yes. That you know, extends yeah. into every aspect of our culture. Yeah. But I think that there is some merit or like there's something there when it comes to if the church is a living and growing organism, we have to live and grow with the times. And Absolutely. if the times and technology, like the way that we interact with media says, yeah. you know, our leaders are, are celebrities. And so we look at what they wear. We look at their relationships. We look at these things. Yeah. It w- I think it would be remiss or it would be like silly for a pastor t- or a leader, a spiritual, any leader to pretend like that is not the case and not cultivate their image right, and, you know, use the tools, use Instagram. And so I get it when the, when these pastors are like, you know, I got to dress fly. I got to be like, yeah. you know, I got to be like my congregation or I got to draw people in. Like, I get it. Yeah. But it is a very slim balance yep. because it's like, ultimately... If what you're saying as a spiritual person or a Christ-driven person is that your value is in the spirit, not in the material world, well, celebrity culture is about the material world, period. Right, right, right. And it becomes a case of like, here you are um, saying that you value the inside, but you, you, it's about ego. Like no right. matter what, right. it, it's about you, your image, your mm-hmm. whatever. Like even in John Gray's thing, like he it's goes- all about him. Bro, he it's goes when he says, uh, "Although you're the only woman I've ever slept with, it's like, who emotional are you trying to unfaithfulness." Me? Come on, yeah, like, why are you tell? Like, what is your purpose for saying that part? Right, exactly. Like, there are you none. apologizing selflessly? Is this about you and your wife for real? Like, right. are you apologizing selflessly to her, mm-hmm. or are you trying to continue to cultivate your image of, "Hey, church people," right? You know. I, I cheated and so I made mistakes, but it's not that bad right, because right, it wasn't right. physical. Like right. you don't have, in my opinion, yeah. it doesn't have to be all that if if it's no. really about the apology, but if it's about right. you and your image and you know, that stuff, then yeah, you got right. to mitigate it's, it's the damage like any, control. Yeah. It's just like any, any PR consultant would have told him that. Right. Like, and, and so the thing is like, if it is about the apology, why are you putting it on Instagram? Like, well, you know, you, people be living their whole life. With yeah, <laughs> you know, but that, that's it. So see, right, that's right. exactly it, right? It's because it's like, we not your wives, B. We, we not your wife. Like, that's... Couldn't you, be. Right. Couldn't be me. <laughs> could, could not, couldn't be me. Uh-huh. <laughs> let me stop. I'm, let you me, let me be uh, but, kind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, and, and this is something obviously we won't know, right? But it's like, because the, the quote-unquote, the honoring of his wife had more to do with him than honoring his wife. Like, Mm-hmm. It just meant you want to honor your wife, you know. Stop cheating, bro. That's how you honor your wife. You know, you know what I mean? That that's really it. Stop trying to apologize every single year for having an emotional affair. Um, and get a therapist. You know what I'm saying? Honor your wife in those ways. You know, because you 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 keep coming back here to the same platform to apologize. How, how many more times are we are like like your congregation? How many more times are they supposed to take you serious? Yeah. It, so you know, we'll get into like. I think we're both on the same page about how, like, as an individual, this affects you and your marriage, but it goes on beyond. Because, like, when you read the comment section, mind you, I am not even, like, 
in the body of the church right now. And right, I right, right. feel embarrassed right. that you are desecrating and disrespecting mm-hmm. your marriage, your right. position, your church in such a way that you have people talking reckless about Christians. Like, reckless. this is why I don't, you know, y'all all hypocrites, y'all all liars. Yeah. They yeah. call what did they they call him offset in a pulpit. Yes. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. Like, why you got people out here like your personal decisions and your ego and your fame is really looking badly upon the people that follow you and trust you. Yeah. And, and, and so that's the point, right? Because it's like these pastors make a decision that affects so many other people except themselves for nothing more than ego, you know, to satisfy their own ego. And so think that just because I'm getting on here and saying, I'm sorry, that that forgiveness should just be extended automatically. You know what, though? I will say we could even kind of take it more macro and move it away from even like John Gray, right? Yeah, yeah. Pastor John Gray. Yeah. You know, there's uh, Carl Lentz, who's yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber's spiritual advisor. Like, He'll sound uh, right? Yeah, He'll yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You all might be familiar with him. He's like a hipster kind of, like this white guy, hipster evangelical pastor, looks cool or I don't when know. When you think of evangelical pastor, like that's his <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's his whole yeah. That's And yeah. apparently he too is some type of player player from the Himalayas mm. and um, you know, she had a cheating scandal, cheated oh. on his wife mm-hmm. and um, the church elevation actually asked him to step down yeah. as well. Which I was really surprised that I told you that when you told me that, I was like, oh, they asked him to step down. Usually right. from what I know, they ask you to sit down for a season, kind of <laughs> let, let people forget Get what happened? Let it die down. Let the yeah, drama then, yeah. Then while in that season, like you're supposed to be working on something like inspirational. So when you come back out, people are like uh, changing the conversation. You know. Um, so I was really surprised that they asked him to step down. Um, however, I heard through the grapevine that <laughs> <laughs> that apparently this was not his first um, affair. Um, <sighs> I've heard that he has had affairs with church members as well. And that when, like, some people went to the other pastors and told them, like, they did not address it, did not say anything about it, um, and kind of, kind of covered, basically covered the situation, mm-hmm. um, which I also think is is wrong. So it's like, so, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous the amount of responsibility that people avoid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, as anyone, period, like, you're bound to make mistakes. But I think the worst thing that we could do is not own them and then not own the consequences that come with them. I mean, it is. So, I, you know, I agree with you, but I just feel like it's human nature to do what you can get away with. Oh, of course. And culturally, there is a dynamic that I see. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how... Like, I don't know how pervasively true it is, but it just seems true to me that it's like, it's a man's world. I mean, no, I know this is true. The yeah. church world is a man's <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, for real. And there is a dynamic where this spiritual, charismatic leader, charming man, you know, whether it's the pastor or the deacon, whatever, right. 
is some type of symbol for a lot of <laughs> women and people in the church and they flock it's power. to him. It's power. But yeah, it's power, right? You, yeah. you, you hold power position. Mm-hmm. And like, I think of like, even like other like famous church people, mm-hmm. like I think of like Israel, you know, from Israel Newbury oh, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. a homegirl from the real Adrian Bailon and yeah, like the whole drama yeah. with his mm-hmm. ex-wife and him cheating on her. And I think of like, yeah. you know, you know, there are positive, ex- I guess, examples of these quote unquote couple goals, like yeah, Megan yeah. Good and Devon Franklin, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, who had told us about this? We 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 had a guest that came on uh, on our good fat episode. Sarah, yeah, Sarah Kay, who, yeah, yeah, Sarah. She shout she her. shout out to her. Hey, Sarah. Uh, she had told us about the concept of like the hot wife and yes. like a lot of evangelical pastors. Like they take pride in being able to like the smoking hot wife have yeah. some type of smoking hot wife, right? And it's like this whole dynamic is just icky (laughs) it's just like it's so uh, like based in like misogyny it's just like it is it is because it's it's this thinking that only it's this thinking that only men get a desire to be with somebody else right (laughs) could you imagine if they turned if 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 his (laughs) wife was like listen you know i have me a thing Like she will be castigated from the church. She That's will what I'm be saying. Gone. Like, like, like not for nothing. Get her out of here. Like, come on. I mean, you've seen yourself, right? <laughs> like, you've seen yourself, right? <laughs> you a petty, I know. Petty. I know. There's some other brothers in that church, boy. <laughs> so it's like, come on, come right. on. You really gonna do that? Come on. Stop and you it. have this beautiful, you know, yeah. this beautiful wife who. It's just, uh, it's so messed up. And I even think, like, even take it away from, like, super famous pastors. Yeah. You know, I I am friends with a young couple um, who are in ministry, and they are, like, a super cool couple. Like, young, um, they love each other. It seems genuine. I shouldn't say it seems. Like, you know, I know them. It is genuine. Yeah. Um, And when I think about how their town or their city yeah. responds to them yeah they respond to them as if they are local celebrities like yeah. when they go out the people are watching mm-hmm. on on instagram the people are looking <laughs> at how they engage wow. with each other yeah. and it's just like it is hard i'm sure to live your life as a couple yeah. or as an individual in front of the eyes you know in front of the audience yeah, yeah. But and, <laughs> and right, right, right. But and I think that you are a person in a position of power, and so you have responsibility. And yeah. when I think about someone like John Gray, I just think about you are failing your church yeah. by not even just in the action, but in how you handle and talk about it. And then when I think about uh, Justin Bieber's guy, messing with people in the church and having it be drama messing in the church, that's like, you you know, you you called it what it is, spiritual abuse, sexual harassment, it sounds like, you know, alleged, I don't know what he did or what he didn't actually do. But like, if that is the case, then come on. Like, what are you people doing? I mean, both of these, I mean, both of these are just, I mean, this is just ridiculous. This, it's ridiculous because... You, we all know, regardless of how you feel about the pulpit, the pulpit does bring power. Mm-hmm. And regardless if that if that's not what you want, it does not matter. That pulpit is up there, and people um connect that the person is there. There is some power. That's the person that they're looking to for guidance. That's the person that they're going to for guidance. And so, with that, as a, a pastor, a minister, a lady, to anybody in the church, like you have a responsibility to that to not abuse it to mm-hmm. not abuse, and like 
if reg if like and i'm gonna say this very loosely like regular people got to be careful about temptation even more so in the church i don't care what nobody says right because you have not, so much more access yes like, you have so much more access and then like, not everybody who is attending the church is in the same spiritual line that 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 you are let's say okay some people are just going there because it's habit some people Something are going do, there right? yeah <laughs> some people don't know what they really believe and and they're 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 seeking you know what i mean and that's your role to to help not to abuse that's that's not your this this ain't a data so this ain't for you to charm people I look for your charming ass. Like, what's wrong with you? you know what I'm saying? Like, go on. And then I think what makes me even more upset is um the apology. It seems I feel like all these pastors um are just copy and pasting these apologies because they all sound the same. I failed as this. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Listen, bro. After a certain age, these excuses are, are no. I feel like they are no longer applicable because we have resources. But see, I'm sorry, yeah, but no, that ahead, just points to the 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 reflection of celebrity culture. Like, that's yeah. what these celebrities do. So I say something yes. racist, right. and oh, the people don't like it. Okay, I'm going to just say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Right. Uh, I will never do this again. Please let me keep my endorsements, period. <laughs> like, right. And it's just right. like, I just expect more from yeah. spiritual leaders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Period. The end. Yeah. That's it. Like, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. When someone says period, what do you say after? You should be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> no, no, but let me, so let me ask you though. Go ahead. So yeah. in terms of this whole situation, mm-hmm. do you, so John Gray, it seemed like he made the decision to step away for a while himself. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't know. He could have been asked by somebody, but yeah, it seemed yeah. like he made the decision. Mm-hmm. It looks like Carl Lentz was asked by the church to yeah. step down. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, think that these leaders should be publicly called out? and forced to step down from their positions because of infidelity? So I think, yes, I think if if you're the, the church theology, right, is that in your marriage, you should be faithful. Um, I mean, I know some churches are wild, you know <laughs> but if your church is teaching that um, it calls for, um, for both sides, you know, to be faithful and, and what a marriage should look like, um, and you are asking that of your congregation and you are not delivering that, then yes, you should step down because as a leader, you cannot ask um, something of your congregation that you cannot do yourself. Um, Two, I feel like as a pastor, so again, I don't, I'm not a big fan of doing stuff publicly because I feel it's just like at the end of the day, it is a job, right? Um, these people are on payroll. So I feel like, you know, you could, I didn't you even could, think about that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are on payroll. You know, ain't nobody firing me in public. You know Here go to, can I see HR at the church? Can exactly. I get this to Betty? Because. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I don't think it needs to be publicly, but if they have made it a habit in their church to right. do this, if which you call I, everybody else out. Yeah. Then, right. You know, and so for that, like I, I am not a fan of calling stuff out. I think mm-hmm. it does a lot more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if people have gone through something and they willingly want to talk about it mm-hmm. afterwards, then that's on them. But I feel like for the, these situations, for like both of these passes and all the other, all y'all other passes out there, um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if there has been someone who has cheated, consult the other person. 
before you decide to put it all mm. up everywhere because yes you took that action but it affected more than one person and that other person be it your wife or your husband whichever way most likely um then you you have to make that decision together you have to take into account what you know what that other person wants too you can't just yeah. put it all out there so that that's my whole thing but i'm i'm not against them being asked to step down i think I think what John Gray is doing, I think he's just probably taking a little time out. Mm-hmm. Um, like little damage control. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, he knew the internet was about to blow up when he he did that. Right. Um, but I think I think he should step down. He he yeah, he needs to step away. Yeah. Because he we can't have this in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> we leave it all this energy in 2020. Right, right. What do you think? Um, I so like you, my inclination is to not do things publicly. I think. I think a lot of times, especially in a church context, when we talk about doing things publicly, we talk about public shaming and embarrassment. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. and I can't think of anything good or generative that comes of public shaming and exactly. embarrassment. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I, I don't think that one should be forced to step down as a punitive measure. Like, you know, I want to punish you. You did something bad. And right, so right. now you have to step down. I do think that... <sighs> I do think that there is a space to step away for some time. Like, I think it should be mutual. I think it should be something that is like, if you are dealing, like, if you've lived your whole relationship publicly thus far. Yeah. These people have held you accountable in your marriage. They were at your marriage or at the birth of your kids. You know, you shared everything with them, all of your high points. I think you have a responsibility to also be truthful about your low points. Right possibly step away if you feel like it's taking away from the job or everyone's talking about you so it's distracting you know from the work yeah yeah yeah. um definitely step away and i think that there is room you know to use it as your testimony yeah of course you know uh there there's space for that it's just that in the in the pool of people doing bad things and right. then saying it's my testimony after. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. it, it's up to you I guess to decide how like you you as a member of the congregation to, to discern how sincere or like what you think this means yeah. like it's hard like it's corny only God can judge but yeah, literally yeah. only God can judge right, and right. so I can look at someone else's relationship and think anything I can look at someone else's yeah. plea for forgiveness and think mm-hmm. anything but literally right. it's between them and their heart and God and their yeah. relationship and so um forced to step down to shame no yeah. uh ask to step away to not distract from the work that's being done definitely yeah absolutely uh, yeah. exactly yeah definitely definitely um so real real quick i do want to ask when it comes to this whole like celebrity culture church culture um you know we already know uh gospel artists we talked a little bit about like israel newbury kirk franklin tamala you know folks like tyler perry they they bring church culture to the masses yeah yeah so it's like they use media and it's mixed with church stuff. And I feel like it can all get a little confusing as to like where the lines end between like, you know, this is a spiritual life type of thing. And this is sensationalization for media. Yeah. Um, 
And so now they got pastors on reality TV. And so I want to ask, uh, you ever watch like the Preachers of LA or Richard <laughs> Faith or whatever? And, That's and, my guilty pleasure, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and if you do, do you think that there's any, like what are the pros and cons of like, or like are there any benefits of celebrity culture meets church culture? I mean, so the only show that I, I tuned in to watch was, I think it was Preachers of LA. Um, there was no benefit to that show. <laughs> there was absolutely no, yeah, no spiritual benefit to that show. Um, there was absolutely none. Um, that's exactly what you were watching. You were, you wasn't, you were watching celebrities of LA is what you was watching. You wasn't watching mm-hmm. no preachers. These are, these are just, they took ways. And I think this is the part where it becomes dangerous, right? When, um, you take this celebrity culture and try to infuse it with the church it's like a very thin line of like how much you know us using the technology to to further um either the gospel to help people in their spiritual lives it's a very thin line of like let's use this technology to our advantage and Mm -hmm. also um now we are abusing this technology Mm -hmm. and so for those reality TV ones, there was there was nothing beneficial to them. It was it really, I think the what it showed, and I I hate to say it, but I think the intention of it, what was to make it um trashy was was to to have it of like, you know, all these church folks are the same. I think that was one of the the bigger intentions behind it. And and I hated mm-hmm. that. Um because it it really was more a look. It wasn't a look at how people were making changes into into their communities, but more about like how they were living. And I feel like a lot of the camera edits and stuff like that were made to do that. Because you know we got to remember too these um, the editors are also trying to tell a particular story, and it's not always the same story that the people who are on these shows are trying to tell. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just being very conscious of that as well. But I don't think that did anything for the church other than make pastors think like, oh, man, I need that new watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't. And then it was whack. Yeah, that it was so whack. sad to watch, you know. <laughs> and the the thing is, is that it is presumed that people do not want to watch something good of the church. You know, I think there is like this thought that, you know, it won't get ratings. You know, mm-hmm. if, if we have like, you know, seeing how a church actually functions and all the stuff that a church actually goes through. And um, I think that there is I think that there is a space to have, you know, um, to show the ups and downs of a church that they go through um, without having to exploit it either. And so, mm-hmm. like, for me, I, I just felt like they were just prostituting the church. Um, That's a real talk. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it, it was just it was just so bad. It was so bad. Um. Now, so when I think of like Tyler Perry and the the way he's like done his um films and stuff like that, very, very centered of like having a center of like a theme of spirituality, a theme of God. Um, I think those are definitely ways that you can use um different stories to mm-hmm. bring people in to kind of show them um something they may have not known and it's just simply because people like movies you know it's it's simply because that there's like no no other ulterior to that other than people enjoy movies and this is a way if you can tell a story this way then 
I, right. I think it, it benefits. You know what I mean? Um, I think there are a lot of pros to us being able to use technology as a church. Um, but I think the one thing that we have left out is being able to continuously check our own hearts and our own motives and to have people around us who are not yes men mm-hmm. and have like actual real people around us who who tap us on the shoulder like, when we're wilding out. What are you out. doing? Yeah, right. like, what are you doing? Like, you was wilding out. You need to go sit down. Um, and and who could really tell you, no, don't do that. Don't don't put that. Mm-mm. Don't don't do that. Um, I don't think we have enough of those people around us in the church. So, what do you think? So honestly, I don't have as much thoughts as you because <laughs> I keep my reality TV real ratchet. <laughs> and so if it ain't loving hip hop, like I don't yeah, watch much right. TV at all. But you know, of the reality shows, I watch loving hip hop. And so no, I'm yeah, not watching same. no church pastors of LA. <laughs> but my, uh, I guess my thought on it is that. Um, you know, you talked about they prostitute the church and I, yeah. just just that 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 the idea of mm-hmm. exploitation. That yep. is the point of celebrity culture. That is yep. the point of reality TV to exploit. And so there's just something that just don't match up. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, listeners, I don't know if you know, but I am a member of the most illustrious sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority <laughs> Incorporated. And uh, we, uh, sorors, as well as other members of Divine Nine Greeks, uh, the MPHC, when they were trying to make a reality show about like Black Greek letter organizations people went ham like members of these organizations yeah. went ham and blasted the networks on twitter on instagram saying do not make don't release this show do yeah. not exploit our letters like that you know right. this is something we hold sacred right. you know this is something we take seriously you're mm-hmm. not gonna have us out here because you know the same way you mentioned like you know they want to take the church and say oh look at those church people look right. at them being stupid exactly. look at them doing this look at them mm-hmm. doing that you know sometimes people look at people who hold things sacred and they want to uh they want to exploit it yeah they want to exploit that thing you hold sacred Mm -hmm. and i know that it's it's almost impossible for the for for church members or for christians to have you know done the same type of thing you know it's a much smaller segment of the population but i think that there's a similar line there of there are some things that don't need to be in some mediums. That's exactly And I think it. that church life do not yeah. need to be in the medium of reality TV as we know it today. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, when it comes, I guess we can kind of take it full circle to close yeah. this out. Um, look at me with my work talk. Let's close <laughs> this out. Uh, anyway, um, full circle when it comes to uh celebrity culture meets church culture who wins it ain't the I church <laughs> it ain't the church church has not taken the church has just been taking l's right mad hits mad yeah. l's um, <laughs> you right advertisers advertisers yeah. Ad- yes exactly exact execs right. are getting those checks yes they're, right. they're winning but uh the church not so much church is definitely not to keep the conversation going, tell us what you think by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Real Talk on God Talk. Today is Tuesday, November 17th, and you're listening to The Moon Reading. A few episodes ago, we introduced the Zodiac 101 series with a primer on sun, moon, and ascendant signs. And this week, we're coming through with the final step to getting started on your journey. Y'all, it's time to level up. 
get your birth chart ready and get on the internet. As you go deeper down the astrology rabbit hole, you'll find that other folks are simply working with more information than you have. You start moving away from just hearing about zodiac signs and into concepts like houses, cusps, and aspects. And if you're totally lost now, it's because you probably haven't gotten a full birth or natal chart reading. Now, there's a sliding scale of professional and increasingly more accurate ways to do this, depending on how much you care and how much you're willing to spend. But to get the ball rolling, settle on a good free birth chart online. All you need is a little info on hand, like your name, location, exact time of birth, and voila, you're on the right track. Your birth chart gives you major insight, not just into personality traits of your sign, but the ways your sun, rising, and moon work together to shape your values and ways of looking at life, in your romantic life, finances, and even propensity for certain physical ailments. Once you have your birth chart, the wonderful world of the internet is your oyster. Some of my favorite pop astrology pages on Insta and Twitter include Know the Zodiac and Scorpio Mystique, from my friend in my head and Scorpio's sister, Dossie Evia. Uh, I hope that's how you pronounce her name, but I don't know. Just look up Know the Zodiac. She is on uh, Glossy Zodiac on Insta, Horny Astrology, <laughs> and Black Girl Horoscope. If you like this moon reading and you too are a fan of the astrologies, share your thoughts. What's your sign? Do you believe in the Zodiac? You want to learn more about this topic? What was your aha moment? where you were just like, I know this is real. Hit us up on Insta and let us know what you think. Thank you, Yaya. You always make sure we're keeping it right around here. So make sure y'all go follow all those suggestions that Yaya gave y'all. And hit us up. And follow us. <laughs> yeah, make sure you follow us. <laughs> we messed up. Y'all follow everybody else but right. us. <laughs> yeah, make sure y'all following us, okay? We take right. this very serious. <laughs> at Real Talk on God Talk on Instagram and at Real Talk on God T1. Yep, on Twitter. You see, she on use Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Shame. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but y'all make sure y'all check us out. Go, um follow us um subscribe to our podcast so you as soon as an episode drops it will automatically get to your preferred uh streaming app um on your device what else nothing be good y'all matter of fact don't be good be you how about yeah, that there you i like that i like that be you um make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about real talk on god talk join the conversation we definitely want to know your your thoughts on this yeah so, we're trying to get all up in the drama yeah, all real. up in the juice <laughs> So feel, feel free to hit us up, slide in our DMs, any questions, comments, anything Episode like ideas, what y'all want to know about. So we love y'all and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Bye. I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. You told me too much. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap.